I forgot that I was that we had a D and D tonight, so I had to jump on that. Thought oh, I had no. the night to myself. Um, we just got finished about twenty minutes ago. Fun. And um, I have decided that we're going to go into realms that we rarely explore on this podcast. Spice. Spice. Whoa, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, it's time, it's time, it's time for a load. And I'm talking about a load, a load of BS. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, a load of BS. The show that brings you Hollywood dreams to life featuring the two best damn men of all time. And I'm talking about he, the B to the L-A-K-E. That's right, it's Blake Tanner. And the spaceman himself. Scottimus Moria. Space. We are spacemen. It's time to go to space. So we're sorry that we uh, took a week off. It's just Blake looked at me last week and said, Scotty, I got an idea brewing, and it's so good that I need a whole nother week to come up with my idea. A fully-fledged opera is what uh, your pitch was, I believe. Yeah, you can fuck right off right now. Fe- featuring a dream ballet, a 20-minute dream ballet. No, I did have that in mind. Okay, good, good, good. good. Because I guess, Scotty, I'm not gonna lie, I did watch the 1984 version of Dune not too long ago. Okay. And it's it's hard to say it's a good movie, but I fucking love it. To the depths of my bones. Okay, now you pitch this as spacey sci-fi. I didn't think Dune was- Oh, wait, Blake, I may mentally have mixed up Dune and Tremors. I may have mixed (laughs) up those two films. There's a a big worm in each of them, so it's okay. That's exactly what it was! That's exactly what it was! It's cause it's cause you got your worms mixed up, bud. I got I, <laughs> worms all sorts of mixed. Okay. Now I I thought about this originally, and by originally I mean twenty minutes ago. Because I didn't want to do like a wide like galaxy or universe spanning space opera. I kinda wanted to keep well, it. Well we already do one of the, those. It's called Deviant to Space Pirate Story, so we can't. No, we're going to we're gonna do something different. I thought that we could do something more like, say, the fifth element or uh total recall, where it's like we can travel in space, but just only right the uh the solar system. I thought, well, what's our hook? What do we need? What gets us out into space? And then I realized, Scotty, they might have discovered life on Venus. But what if, what if the premise is they really discovered life on Venus? That loves to party! So what you're proposing is like that hit film Sex Drive, but instead you're going to Venus? Also... I'm fairly sure Venus is unlivable. Like, we would die if we went to Venus. That's what they want you to think. That's what they want you to think. That's the fucking lizard people, man. That's where they're from. Okay, so what you're proposing is a teen sex comedy about a bunch of kids getting together. Okay, I like teen... Imagine teen sex comedy, but combined with, like, 
October sky. <laughs> so it's they're building a spaceship to go fuck on Venus. Uh, it could kind of be like that. It could also be like maybe these teens are trying to escape like some oppressive regime on Earth. I don't know what that would look yeah, like. Yeah, it's called their parents, man. It's their parents, dude. You got to get away. Order of parents. IOP. Well, I I bet. I mean, if we want to go super simple with it, we can do what I did as a kid, which is um, the legal uh, smoking age for tobacco in Alabama is 19, but it's 18 in Georgia. So maybe. And I used to just go to Georgia to buy cigarettes. Maybe that's what this is, is the legal smoking age on Venus is 16 and a bunch of kids just want to go get a Marlboro. (laughs) No, no, that's where the. uh... Damn it. Uh, there's got to be something special on Venus, but it can't be spice. Fuck. Wait, <laughs> like the hit marijuana replacement drug spice or like just general spice? No, no, like the spice from Dune. Oh, OK. I thought you meant the. Uh, okay, that, so I listen, thought you. Let me explain Dune to you. So it takes place on the wide ranging planet of Iraq. And damn it, that is how the kid won the world. Play. Why can't we just do something based on tremors? <laughs> I think that would be a lot easier if we just did something based on tremors. I mean, what are you gonna do? You gonna add another fucking graboid? They got like yes! twelve because they kept running out of ideas. I just well, okay. I do enjoy this teen sex comedy where they build a good spaceship to go to Venus, but when they get there, what if it's not a, a, a great, great fucking party? Maybe someone lied to them in the Ooh, film. Or what if they also, get sidetracked? Well, no, quick, quick uh, pitch, real quick pitch that the name of the film is, because uh, you know these kids, they don't want to leave Earth because they're really jealous of what it's like to live on Venus, so the name of the film is Venus Envy. So that is the name of the film. There is absolutely no. That is the name of a porno, Scotty. Welcome to Venus. Well, gonna look that up real yeah, quick. Hold on, I'm um, right there with you. Um. So what? Or it could be a Christopher Columbus. Situ- no, it is a. It is a drag star. No, though it is a drag r- from Orlando. It is a drag superstar from Orlando. Venus, I'm so sorry we just took your stees. Oh my god, Venus! Your Insta's killer! Okay, anyways. So, Venus Envy. Our film. It could be a Christopher Columbus situation where they think they're going to Venus, but they... They They end up on Mars. And as we know, Mars is the exact opposite of Venus, and it's nothing but just a bunch of vicious... Uh, uh, capitalism. I don't think it's capitalism. I just kind of all Mars is is capitalism. Have you not seen Total Recall? I think it's just a bunch of muscle boys who like to do big muscles. What if it's just like a bunch of like pure mask gays, just like nothing but muscle and fuck. 
muscle and fuck i i although i do like the idea of like deep fitness bros too because that's how they get stranded on uh mars is they land on the planet itself they get out this ain't venus and then their ship just lifts up because a dude is using it for shoulder presses he's like saw i yeah. do uh thanks for bringing me this new weight i need something Here- heavier though and he just fucking flips that shit over I mean, the only real problem I'm running into is it's like, if they had to go to, like, Jupiter, there is some stuff along the way they could get entranced in. Venus is right there. It is just right next to us. We could just pop over for a cup of tea whenever we want. Well, no, that's the thing. They get so fucking sidetracked. Maybe they somehow fucking end up on Pluto first, and they have to get back to Venus. I know this is dumb. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to preface this with I know this concept is dumb, but what if Pluto is a sentient planet and it's very uh, see, ups- too late, too much there? That already, uh, you're already thinking Pluto's a planet. Well, no, 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 no. Hold on now. V- Pluto is a sentient planet, mm-hmm. and a special team of uh, astronauts and therapists are forced to go on a journey to Pluto where they have to talk to it because it's having some real issues about the fact that it's no longer considered a planet. (laughs) And they have to try to talk Pluto down before it commits honorable seppuku, which in planet terms means explodes and throws the entire galaxy out of whack. It would just be the solar system, but that would fuck everything up. So this is... Okay. In the year 2050, <laughs> Pluto's finally, real fucking bummed. Yeah, word finally reaches the dwarf planet Pluto that it is no longer considered a planet. This makes but hold on, I'm gonna need you sad. to aim that mouth away from the microphone. I've taught you this so many times. This makes Pluto very sad. Whoa, this is weirder. <laughs> <laughs> and that's that's how we start out, and so they have to assemble a crack team. Of psychologists, astronauts, marines, and teens. And teens? Wait, no, one teen sneaks on because he hears people fuck on Venus. But we don't really address him. He's just our comic relief character. Oh, are you sure he's not the comic relief character that becomes the linchpin of the movie? Because he's the one that talks Venus de- or uh, Pluto down? By saying, uh, I'ma bring some bebs. I'ma bring some bebs from Venus up here to come party on you. Hey, hey, Plute, Plute, Plute. No, that's the resolution. It's like, instead of throwing yourself in the sun like you plan on doing, why don't you just orbit your happy ass around Venus? Venus now, needs a new moon, hold bro. On. Wait, the whole point of their mission is to make sure that Pluto stays in place and doesn't explode. And you're not proposing to put Pluto even closer to the sun. Yeah, because it makes Pluto happier. Pluto is alone. It's a lonely planet. That's not the they point. are very lonely. We can Instead bring of the ex- Bebs. Instead bring of exploding, the Bebs to Pluto. We bring the Pluto to the Bebs. So is this what we're going with? Is this whole Pluto is depressed and wants to explode thing? I don't know. Maybe. God damn, Part- what the fuck? Because now I'm, pull- I'm pulling from my own personal sci-fi loves, of course, of being Pacific Rim. 
What if Pluto's nothing but a bunch of monsters all stuck together and made of rock? I mean, that could be so. I mean, we could do pull like a fifth element style thing too, where they're coming towards us. Like they're they're trying. It's Pluto's starting to consume the solar system. No, 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 Pluto! Like an angry woman at a at a fucking Kmart who was supposed to get a discount is running towards Earth as we are the manager of the solar system, and it's just kind of power walking towards us, taking out Uranus, taking out Jupiter, everything along the way. It's like I know four hundred hours today. All contact was lost with the Uranus and Neptune research bases. All they saw was Pluto. I love how you and I both pronounced it Uranus because we're like, we are not silly goof goof assholes. It's not Uranus. Fuck you. We won't make this easy joke. Who's Uranus? My <laughs> fuck. <laughs> you fucked it up. You already fucked it up. Who's Uranus? Yeah, who's Rainus? Uranus. Okay, um, voicing Pluto is none other than famed actor. He recently come out, Rick Moranus. is <laughs> going to be our lead. Oh man, we got we got Rick Moranis out of retirement to play Pluto. What if it's what if it's they don't realize Pluto is sentient? And so they just send them all up there. To kind of take samples and figure out, like, is there a way we can stop Pluto from exploding? And when they get there, there's like a race of aliens who can speak with the planet. And the whole point is they're just like, man, motherfucker, you, you said we're not a planet anymore. And we got real mad. Nope, that's the plot to a Rick and Morty episode. Is it? Is it really? Side plot to a Rick and Morty episode. We can't do that Son one. Son of a bitch! Jerry, Jerry keeps telling everybody that he still thinks Pluto's a planet, and that means that the people from Pluto love him. Oh, I remember this one. Okay, so we'd have to go- now Pluto has to be Ego the Living Planet, and we have to go talk to it. Yeah, what if- okay, so this starts out with a red herring of we've assembled the greatest team ever known. We've got some of the best scientists in the world, some of the most top astronauts. And they're going to Pluto because Pluto has all of a sudden just started on a beeline towards Earth. And then they okay. disappear because Pluto takes them over and uses them as its uh, Conduit? Like, way to communicate. Yeah. Or alternate alternatively, hear me out on this. A crack team goes to the moon. And they're just kind of, no, go, returns from the International Space Station after a, a mission goes awry. And then they're called into their boss's office. And this is tied into another cinematic universe. But they're called into their, uh, the boss's office and the boss looks at him and says, Okay, I understand you want out. I got one last mission for you. Money planet. <laughs> you, you want the baddest motherfuckers on the planet, money, money planet. Pla I'm gonna end this call now. Um, <laughs> you want to bet on a dude fucking an alien, money planet. <laughs> <laughs> now this could be a very like dystopian future where, I mean, corporations own all of the other planets, and P Pluto is the planet of sin. 
Pluto can be Vegas. Oh, because it's the farthest one out. Yeah. And it's not a planet, so that means it doesn't get any jurisdiction. It's like the international waters of the solar system, dude. We, we you know what the the space police don't patrol there. The Galactic Council doesn't have a say at Pluto. I'm Neil Armstrong the third, the Rumble, and I'm taking down the Money Planet. I'm the baddest motherfucker in here. <laughs> you can't. Please donate to our Patreon so you can also watch Money Plane with us. Because fuck, Money Plane is so good. It's not. You need to watch it with us because it's a it's a it's a time, but it's 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 such a fucking thing. I'm the cowboy. I can't lose. Pow. Okay. God damn. So back to Money Planet. Wait, no fuck. Uh, Venus Envy. Wait, no fuck. That's not it anymore either. Pluto Nash. No fuck. Already a movie. Okay. So, um, I'm I'm afraid to go down this territory because I'm I'm already thinking of r- ways to write this into Deviant. I'm already <laughs> thinking of ways to write this into Deviant. Well, this could be what happens when you finally get back to the solar system in one of the later seasons. You get to see how we've colonized the uh, the solar system. Yeah, I guess that could be a thing. I don't think I've... I think the base is, like, right above Earth. I don't fucking know. That means you got a bunch of other... You got, like, seven other planets to fuck with. How many planets are in our solar system? Eight. Not counting Pluto, who deserves to be considered a planet. (laughs) Uh, So what's the... What's the... How about this? Should we come up with our characters... And then that might help dictate, because if we have a main character who's like a shy, nerdy scientist, that's going to push the narrative one way. But if we have a character named like Buck Rocket Smasher, that's going to take it a whole different direction. Now, what is Buck Rocket Smasher's specialty? Hold on, by the way, Buck Nutfucker was the first (laughs) thing. And I had to edit it. I had to mentally edit it because I was like, that's not what we're doing for nothing. <laughs> Mr. Nutfucker, welcome to Congress. Do you remember the fucking, oh god, what's the fucking Time Cops cartoon they had a long time ago with the main character was Buck Tud Russell? <laughs> that's his brother. <laughs> Bud? I don't care if we're stealing this name. The main character's name is Buck Tud Russell. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, I know this guy. Uh, he's from Time Squad. Time Squad. Oh, God. It's been a long time since I saw that. This guy's definitely named Buck Tud Russell, our main character. Okay. And I'm so, uh, Buck Tud Russell. How you doing, Buck Tud Russell? Here, Tud Russell Buck. Buck fucker, as they call me. Buck. Fuck. I had to take off my glasses. They were fogging up. <laughs> between Buck Nutfucker and Buck, Buck Tud Russell. 
So obviously it's now an action film. It has to be. You can't have like an emotional, weird Christopher Nolan X exploration of space with your main character, Buck Tud Russell. No, this is fucking. um... You can't have gravity with Buck Tud Russell. You can't if he's the guy like on the ground. Oh, oh that's fucking! Oh god! Moon, starring Buck Tud Russell. Oh, how have we somehow one stolen a name from another character that would not have been as funny in context, but two made it even better? <laughs> so, <laughs> who's his sidekick? Who's Buck Tud Russell's sidekick? I, I'm thinking a scientist, but I want more of a Charlie Day. In Pacific Rim era scientist, one who's like, who he knows all the science of the planets, but also is obsessed with aliens. Now hold on, he's he's not just trying to fuck aliens, is he? <laughs> but don't take dialogue away from the, the <laughs> away from the script, because <laughs> you know that's one of Buck's first questions. Like, you want to fuck these aliens, don't you? What? No, that's not what that's not what I want to do at all. That's not. Uh, <laughs> you're you want to fuck, fuck that alien? Yeah, you're a real fucking piece of work, aren't you, bud? <laughs> and this guy is uh, Jimmy Schmidt. Kimmel. Is the name? Huh? Kimmel. Are we just gonna do nothing but steal names? <laughs> no, Buck Russell and Jimmy Kimmel. We can't. <laughs> Oh God! <laughs> Jimmy, hold on. You, we can't steal it. Jimmy, Doctor Jimmy Juice Dean. His name is Jimmy Dean, but his friends call him Juice. It's Jimmy Dean. Okay, I and am. I am related to the Sausage Man. Yes. Yes, I am. <laughs> He looked at me one day and said, science ain't nothing, it's all biscuits. And ever since, I wanted to prove him wrong. <laughs> so, fuck Tud Russell and Juice Dean. Jimmy Juice Dean, say the full name, uh, are on a mission <laughs> to go to Pluto for reasons we have yet to understand. Maybe, um, <laughs> okay. Something is gotta is going on on Pluto, and they're the only ones that can figure it out. Aliens have to be involved because if this motherfucker don't get to fucking alien at the end of this film, his entire character development is all for naught. It is all for naught if he can't fucking alien. Okay, man needs a fucking alien. All right, we Do gotta. We, we, gotta... I, we might just steal the fucking Rick and Morty plot at this point. We may just steal the Rick and Morty plot. No, Buck Tud Russell does not deserve a Rick and Morty plot, Scotty. <laughs> he deserves the best that you can offer from fucking smashing the fifth element, Mars attacks, uh, fucking Riddick. Fuck, I don't know. <laughs> he does look exactly like Riddick. He looks exactly like Riddick. Okay, so we've got. All right, Vin Diesel. He's going to be Vin our main character. It's me, Vin Diesel. 
I kind of sound like um, Sylvester Stallone, I'm but Sly not Stallone really. Vin Diesel, how you doing? <laughs> We're gonna get uh, Sly Diesel. Everything I say does sound like I am reading it off a piece of paper in front of me. Hey, driver, move that car. It's about to get supercharged on here. Fast and Furious supercharged, but in space. Uh, I I almost like the idea of them being sent to Pluto for something utterly germane, but it turns into like a rip-roaring space opera. But Yeah? But You wanna fucking uh, beat Vin Diesel to the punch? What? Because they did recently say that Fast and the Furious franchise is definitely going to space at some point. So we could just do Fast and the Furious in space as they tried space, fast space and Buck Todd Russell and Jimmy, Jimmy Juice Dean are going to be our government agents who are trying to track down Dominic Toretto as they rock. Yeah, 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 but now The Rock's cool with them, so now we need a secondary government official, and that's gonna be Buck Todd Russell, a.k.a. Dominic Toretto's evil secret twin, also played by Vin Diesel. Oh, see, that's how they, that's how they finally figured that's out how, how to catch you, Dominic Toretto. <laughs> they have to make a twin. You gotta get into his mind if you need to figure out where he is. What better way than this? The first thing. So, uh, obviously, Jimmy Juice Dean creates this evil clone of Dominic Toretto. Smoke is pouring. This is the opening of the film, by the way. We're already in it. It's like when Mewtwo escapes, there's smoke pouring out of the pod, and you just see a perfect Vin Diesel, but he's like, he's de-aged, so he looks like a fast one Dominic Toretto. And um, Jimmy Juice Dean, who now has a German accent for some reason, is like, Greetings, Experiment 3221. What is your name? Buckton Russell! Um, okay. Buckton Russell. My name is Buck. Buckton Russell. Okay, Zin. I guess that's your fucking name now. Uh, you know, I really should not have let him choose his name. I've realized the error of my ways. All right, so we're going to we're going to hunt down the man you are cloned from. You ready for that? Wait, wait. Your name is Dominic Toretto. Okay. Sure. Okay. Hold on. <laughs> I like uh. I like uh. But, yeah. I like book Russell better. I don't know what that was. That's gonna be his last monologue during the epic fight. He's, I am Buck Dunn Russell. <laughs> no, he Hear me roar. He dies at the end. He's like, I've seen things you could only imagine. Dominic. Attack ships on fire at the gates of Venus. All of those moments will be lost. Like <laughs> biceps in rain. I'm now going to make the most buck wild play of what what the next part of this film is. Okay. Actually, no, no. Uh, Dominic Toretto has disappeared. That's the whole plot of the film is Dominic is gone. No one knows where he is. And the family is distraught. And that's what's allowing Buck Tud Russell to interfere and get in with the family. Now, real quick, though, because we need to set up 
the space. And it's going to be a scene. I don't know what his character's name is. I've completely forgotten. So I am just going to call him The Rock. Um, Hobbs! Oh, yeah. Uh, so The Rock, anyway. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, you got Hobbs. Maybe maybe we, we could bring back Hobbs and Shaw for the opening bit. Well, not the opening bit. The opening has to be your villain introduction. And then well, we yeah, get... Yeah, for- once we do the smash cut after he's introduced. How about, I, I, I'm going to say this is like Fast 10, also known as Fasten, and at the end of Fast 9, the John Cena one, John Cena uh, allegedly kills Dominic Toretto. So I think this needs to be more of a joyous uh, death of Iron Man situation where it's like, he took out the evil John Cena, but it's okay because he saved the galaxy, but God, we miss him. Okay, and, so and, yeah, John and Dom both, like, blew each other up or something. Yeah, in a massive explosion. And then, like, halfway through the film. And this is, I since you want space to be set up, this is where the space gets set up. You get a panning shot of the moon, and it slowly zooms in on a naked, muscly man. Uh-huh. And you just hear as he says, I prefer the stillness here. I'm tired of Earth. These people. Tired of being caught in the tangle of their lives. They claim their labors are to build a heaven, yet their heaven is populated with horror. Perhaps the world is not made. Perhaps nothing is made. A clock without a craftsman. (laughs) It's too late. Always has been. Always will be. Too late. And as he's talking about that, like... Um, John, like, it pans over, and you see, like, John Cena with half his face, like, scarred off, and he's just like, I don't know what you're talking about, man, but that's deep. It's Dr. Dominic Manhattan! Dominic yeah. With Two-Face John Cena. Yeah. John Cena, who now has two faces, and I say, like, Maybe John wasn't the big bad, but maybe Dominic and John worked together to blow up the bomb that killed the bad big bad and it landed them on the moon. <laughs> because that's how fast the Furious fucking works. It was the world's most powerful bomb and it was able to shoot two men through the atmosphere into the moon itself. <laughs> and now they can su- and like they got radiation superpowers so they could survive on the moon. Welcome to why he's Dr. Manhattan now. It is a completely different version of this character. Dominic Toretto is completely changed through his through his time blowing up the nuclear bomb with John Cena. Because both of them had to put their atoms back together and figure out who was who. Blake? Yeah? They're the same person. <gasps> They're now one. Yes. So, like... Half of the film is an emotional, emotional moonwalk with John Cena slash Dominic Toretto now combined into one person becoming the ultra bald white man. <laughs> the ultra bald white man. Yes. <laughs> the peak performance. Yes. Okay. And oh man, just imagine if Hobbs got blown up too. He would be unstoppable. He'd throw the moon back at the earth. 
Well, that's going to be that's going to be like the climactic thing, because the family has got to try to get uh, Dom to come back to his senses later on. And the only person that could stand up to them to him is Hobbs. Yeah, Hobbs is you get a great moon battle. We've yet to introduce uh, fucking Buck yet. So we got to figure that out. Okay, so, so wait, what what's, we're doing uh, is- what's Buck's plan? What's Buck and uh, Buck and Jimmy Juice Dean? A fucking doctor's plan. Maybe they're only like my like minor to moderate villains. They're what the family has to overcome before they get to set out for the moon to regain Dominic Dom Cena. Dom Cena is very good. Um, what if? Okay, that's gonna be your mid mid movie thing. We introduce the concept of Dom Cena very early in the film, so we get shots back and forth. Then, halfway through the film, there's an epic battle in the... Fuck it, SpaceX. SpaceX base, where... Yeah, because I think they they start setting up, like, they have found out that Dominic is on the moon, and they're trying to get there, and that's when they start building their space cars. And that's when the CGI goodness comes into play, Scotty. That's where the fast gets put in Fast and Furious. I know we're making a Fast and Furious sequel, but it took me till right now to realize, oh yeah, we probably do need to put cars in this. (laughs) We need to have cars. This needs, what if, what if it's a twist? What if we never discussed the fact that Dominic Toretto was on the moon? (laughs) <laughs> and all they know is that fake Dom is trying to get to the moon. And then when they crash land on the moon, Dom is there having built seven moon cars. Seven moon cars. <laughs> and a moon tank, because Hobbs would want a moon tank. I've built something for all of my family. <laughs> I d- does this have a plot yet? I don't think this has a plot yet. All it knows is Dominic Toretto is in the moon and they go there. That's the plot. Okay, so I really, I do think we've got to introduce space cars a little bit earlier because the the <gasps> first half of the movie, three quarters, is them building their space cars, getting the pieces together, like heisting what they need. And oh, then going oh, to the what? moon. Ooh, 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 ooh. Okay, here it is. Mm-hmm. This uh, fake Dominic Toretto is also has super intellect, kind of. And he, along with the assistance of um, Dr. Uh, Dr. Jimmy fucking Dean. Jimmy uh, Dean. Who, who I like to think is early welcomed into the... This is my associate. Welcome to the family, Jimmy Dean. Yeah, because and, yeah, the whole time, it just it just looks like a younger Dominic Toretto has taken his place back in the family. Maybe yes. we don't even know about Space Dom. Is that, like, what you're thinking of? Yeah, I'm thinking that needs to be the big twist. Mm-hmm. Honestly, if we want to set up a few sequels here... What if that's the fucking end credits? They barely even get to the moon. They finally land, and right before the credits roll, they all get out of their space cars in spacesuits, and they look forward, and they just see a fully nude Dominic Toretto sitting on a space rock looking at the Earth, and they're like, 
what's happened? And then the next film is about them having to get back from the moon. Okay, okay, so here's how it happens. Buck fuck Russell. Um... (laughs) (laughs) Fuck you! (laughs) You have to just call him fake Dom right now. You can't call him fucking (laughs) Buck fuck Russell. Okay, so fake Dom. Fake he comes Dom. back, yeah. The fake Dom. Um, he reintroduces himself to the family. He comes back because he's trying to take his place. He introduces Jimmy Dean as, like, he's his crack scientist that's this gonna is help so them. So you can call him Juice. You can call my friend Juice. Juice. He saved my life. Um... And so, like, he says, we're going to do the greatest heist of them all. And he points up to the fucking moon. Because <laughs> they both know that real Dom is up there, but they're not going to tell anybody why. And then they show him, like, some doctored shit that says, there's a secret government facility on the moon. Good they need, bucks. They need the rest of Dom's DNA to make the perfect Dom. That's what it is. Like, this Dom is imperfect right now. <laughs> He's this imperfect Dom. It's, it's now DBZ. It's now Dragon Ball Z. Okay, but I think what he's going to claim is that the moon has fuel. Has the best fuel ever for cars. And it could and make spice. them very... Yes, <laughs> the spice. And it can make them very, very fast in their cars. So that they, Blake, I'm gonna be honest, I don't know if at this point in the film series, having a good, good, fast car with neon lights is even an issue. I don't know if that's an issue they're worried about, but the point is there's an alternative fuel. Yes. He's trying to help them save the world by giving the world easy access to this clean burning fuel that lasts forever. Okay, so that's... But the thing is... The cars still have their neon glow, but they fucking fly now is the whole hook of this, like, movie. You know oh, that, yeah, right? No, no doubt. Okay, so he has some of this proverbial fuel yes. with him. And he has the schematics for the flying cars, but they have to heist SpaceX, NASA, Russia. Um, they gotta bump <laughs> into... All of it! All, all of, of Russia! It. <laughs> So they gotta heist all these things from around the world, and that's their big story. Like, each of these sequential heists, and each time you get to see more and more of the real fake Dom's personality come out. Because he's, when it comes down to it, almost nothing like the real Dominic Toretto. That lovable, lovable scamp we've come to know over these movies. Yes. Okay. So... They have got a mysterious chemical that they have to steal. Oh, bud, wait. I I know that, but I want to I want to put this into the world. Hobbs realizes this at one point when it's just the two of them heisting, and fake Dom like punches him off a cliff or something, and we think Hobbs is dead. Okay. Can I also make an option? Uh-huh. Which is, firstly, halfway the part of the film, what I like to call the we're fucked moment, is the moment they reveal their evil plans, and they let the police arrest everybody, and 
maybe SpaceX has like a big vat of this fuel that they're stealing. And, he and throw- it's all just the secretions of Elon Musk. Yes. It's Elon's and- Musk. It's Elon's Musk, and he throws uh, Hobbes into it. Hobbes drowns and supposedly dies. So your first half of the film is all about the family welcoming in fake Dom and Jimmy the Doctor Dean, <laughs> and basically them going through a series of heists. All the while, you're seeing like little bits of Hobbes starting to figure things out, and then all of them slowly figure it out. And then at that heist halfway through is the moment they all realize it when he turns on them, grabs the tr- the tanker truck full of fuel. Uh, because we've had we've seen some space car stuff at this point, but not enough. And so then finally turns on them, throws Hobbs into the remainder of the goop, and then drives off. And now we are left with the what I like to describe as the rest of them. <laughs> Characters, I have no idea. I, I just, the worst part is like, these are the characters that have been in the movie series for the entirety of it. And I only care about Vin Diesel and the rock, even though they hate each other. Yeah. So that all happens. And I think they're really downtrodden for a few. And then someone realizes, oh, we still have some fuel. And it's up to them. (gasps) Oh, because they can't do this on their own. They're not smart enough. They need the use of the man who fake Dom turned on, Dr. Jimmy Dean. Jimmy Dean. Jimmy Jimmy Dean is Mm. really part of the family now. Also, he has to be played by Griffin Newman because that's the... (laughs) Funniest mental image to me is Griffin Newman in the fucking Fast and the Furious lineup. Oh my god. So so all this happens, and they all go to, I don't know, some random yard where uh, fake Dom has set, where Buck Tutfucker or whatever (laughs) has... has set up his rocket that he's going to use to go to the moon to get all of the fuel at least that's what they think and once they get there right before they arrive doctor um doctor fuckwad or whatever looks at him and goes no wait you need you need to know something he's not going up there for this as he holds up the fuel he's going up for choked out by fake dom and killed on screen and thrown to the side Oh, so fucking edgy. So edgy. Oh, okay, good. You think it's edgy now, buddy? Give me a few seconds. Okay. And okay. So then a battle ensues where they all try to take down Fake Dom, but he's just too powerful. Eventually, they make their way onto the ship. So they're all on the ship. And then someone hits a button and it knocks out the fuel. So now it's only the fuel that's loading on the ship. They have no excess fuel. There's a pile of fuel on the ground. They're all fighting amongst it. And then, and then the pile of fuel starts to animate. 
<laughs> yeah, baby. The pile of fuel animates, and then slowly sprouts arms, legs, and rows of jagged teeth, and a familiar white spider on the front of it. That's right. Dwayne The Rock Johnson is Venom in theaters now. Oh, God. I, I prefer that he turns into essentially a green Terminator. Oh, shit, that works, too, but I just fucking had to get Venom in there. Had to throw a little Venom in there. He, did so, look, he probably did look like Venom. Yeah, um, yeah. so uh, the battle rages on. Eventually, <laughs> Venom takes out fake Dom, and, and, like, it's weird because he starts getting very weak to a point where it's like, this isn't who we were fighting at the beginning of this. What's going on? And then he just fades into a pile of DNA. Like, there's no blood, there's no guts, he's just a pile of goo. Because he had a time limit. Yeah, basically, that's what it is. That's why they have to go get Dom. Because with that, they can create the perfect Dominic Toretto army. So a now, perfect army of Dom. Of Doms. So now we get to the big ending, which is... They all go on to the spaceship. Actually, I'm going to say The Rock is the only one left on Earth. <laughs> and then uh, on the spaceship... Which he on... doesn't need a spaceship anymore. Because he could just turn his legs into rockets. Yes! Because that's one of Venom's special powers. Well, he's also a Terminator that's made out of this fuel. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, uh, at the last minute, they're, they've all been knocked out. The only person who was, like, still standing at the end of the battle is Venom Rock. Yeah. And that's when he starts to hear it. Ten. Nine. Eight. Seven. Six. Uses his, uh, web shooter that Venom has. Rushes up to the rocket. Launches himself in and rushes towards the controls to try to cancel it. But right as he finds the cancel button... Up into space they go. <laughs> and then, like, the whole family's trying to get the rocket down again. It's like, it's no use. We're programmed on a direct course to the moon. Dun, dun, dun. Then, boom, crash land on the moon. Your last scene you see is them all stumble out of the rocket. And remember, they do not have any excess fuel, meaning they are stuck on the moon, which sets up the next film. And then pan and they out. they all find out they can breathe on the moon. <laughs> yeah. No, there are, like, spacesuits in the in the thing, I guess. But they look real bitchin'. There's, like, neon in there. It's real yeah. cool. Uh, they crash land, zoom out, naked Dominic Toretto on the moon, staring at the Earth. Credits. Mid-credits scene. We get a cut back to, there's obviously been, like, a higher power, a darker figure they've been speaking to about this entire mission. In fact, it may be the weird, creepy voice from Hobbs and Shaw that has still not been figured out, so it may be that guy. Oh, and he's the Illuminati. Yeah, sure. And then, or whatever. It's like Dr. Claw. You just see his hand as he hangs up, and it, or he sees, like, a blinking light. And it basically says, like, Dom 069, because 
because it's Fast and the Furious. Dom 069 has been terminated. And then, of course, he's like, oh, no. This was a bad plan. Turn the fuck up. And it, as it pans slowly to his face, and he's another Dominic Toretto. No, 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 no. He's going to be someone else. That might be Griffin Newman. But he goes, well, if one didn't work, and then pans out. I've got 68 more. No, there's a fucking army. There is an army base filled with Dominic Toretto clones all readying to cause havoc on Earth. And that's the sequel. The sequel is Dominic Toretto clones on Earth uh, causing mayhem as the crew on space try to find their way back. <laughs> In fact, I may keep I may keep Dwayne Venom on Earth to fight the Doms. Yeah, that film could be like Fast and the Furious presents Hobbs and Venom. <laughs> and Oh wait, no no no. I'll keep Shaw. Shaw wasn't in this film. So it's Hobbs and Shaw and Venom. And yeah. it's them fighting an army of Dominic Toretto's. Meanwhile, you do get cuts to the crew back on the moon trying to figure out how to get back here. Yes, and also trying to figure out what happened to Dom. Yeah. Oh, Dom's fucked. Like, I know you want to do, like, the whole John and him. I don't want to do that. I just want to do something's wrong with Dom, and they don't know what it is. It. This is going to be the film that earns Vin Diesel the Oscar. <laughs> this is going to be what earns Vin Diesel the Oscar. I think we've done it. So, okay. Well, we already know Vin Diesel is playing Buck Chuck Fucker. Chuck. Who, who, who's playing our uh who's playing dr jimmy juice dean because he's sticking around oh wait no we do kill him never mind yeah we do kill him so somebody we could get for a one-off actually yeah i think I'm, i might stick with my downtown griffy nooms pick i may stick with that i think that's a good idea because we, we've also got like the rest of the fast and the furious cast wherever they may be yeah. Oh, well, the majority of the family all ends up on the moon, and then, of course, we get the sequel, which would be Hobbs and Shaw and Venom, and then we finally get to Fast 11, the 11th Fast and the Furious film. Ah, Fast 11. So what's what's the name of this one? Are we gonna go Fasten? <laughs> Are we gonna go with Fasten? Uh, I don't know. I think there's something- I think there's something better. Have they announced- what the next one? Because I believe the next one is Fast Nine. Yeah, but have they announced if it will be called Fasten? Because if they keep with their fucking... Oh wait, no, it's called Fnine. <laughs> it's F Nine. It, it's Fnine. It's F Nine. Oh God. <gasps> oh my God, Blake. Do you know who John Cena plays in Fnine? No. He plays Dominic Toretto's younger brother, Jacob. Oh, bud. He, Jacob, wait. Jacob is the one they're cloning, not Dominic. So it's an army of Jacobs. Yes, it's an army of John Cena's. But also other stuff. Oh, no, Blake. Huh? The tenth one's the final one. 
So we gotta pack that in, huh? We gotta pack it in here. I guess that means we gotta... That's half a movie right now. What's the other half? They get back to the Earth. Get back to Earth a lot quicker than we thought. Actually, wait. You know what? Given the plot, this is F9. We've just written F9. F9. Just Jacob is Buck Tutwilder. Like, that's who Jacob is. Buck Toretto. It's Buck Toretto, and then the tenth film, after what is planned an untitled Hobbs and Shaw sequel, a.k.a. Hobbs and Shaw and Venom, Hobbs is and going uh-huh. to be the untitled tenth film, which is where they come back to Earth, and it's just a fun racing movie. It's been a long day. Now, hold on, hold on, hold on. I love the idea that everything that's set up to go bad at the end of F9 is solved by the Hobbs and Shaw and Venom movie. So when the rest of the main cast gets back, they're cool. Yeah. <laughs> they're fine. It's okay. It's not a problem anymore. I'm trying to see, like... I'm trying to see if there's any evidence who this fucking boy is in Hobbs and Shaw. <laughs> I, he's got to come in at some point. He's got to do something. I agree. Oh, man. Stuntman Joe Watts, who doubled for Diesel, sustained a serious head injury during filming and then went on a deadly murder rage where he killed numerous people while trying to go to the moon. <laughs> Wait. Oh, so- on September tw- 2020, Michelle Rodriguez confirmed the film would be set in outer space. Blake, we just wrote for nine. We fucking did it. We wrote Fast Nine, and they. We're not going to see a single fucking cent of it, are we? <laughs> We're not going to see a single precious quarter out of this. This is bullshit. God damn it. Well, <laughs> we wrote. I can't get over how close we got. I would. I. I think we got closer than we even think. Cause that it sounds like we wrote a Fast and the Furious movie. No. Well, hold on. It also says that Jacob's working with their old enemy Cipher, who could just be changed into Doctor Jimmy Dean. Yep. <laughs> I, mean, I forgot just... Blake. Huh. Blake, did you know that you know, I'm going to read you some names from Fast and the Furious and I'm going to I'm going to wait until you realize that there's one name that's very out of place. Vin Diesel, Tyrese Gibson, Luda, John Cena, Charlize Theron. Helen fucking Mirren. Helen Mirren, star of Fast and the Furious. She's she's gonna be Dom Dom's mother, isn't she? Well, she's Dame Dom Toretto. Dame Dom Toretto. Blake, oh have you, how God. okay? How many Fast and the Furious films have you watched? I can't, they all blur together. (laughs) 
I've watched at least like four, five, and six, I believe. I've not watched the early Fast and the Furious movies. I am very tempted to make 2021 the year of Fast and the Furious for fucking you paid for you this. Paid for this, it is yes. We watched nothing but all the Fast and the Furious films throughout the entire year. I'd be into that. I would be really into just watching Fast and the Furious once a month with my very good friend Blake Tanner. I do want to watch the Fast and the Furious movies. How fast are they cranking these things out, by the way? Because Fast... Fastin? Fastin? Yep. It was set to be released in April of next year. Holy shit. Well, let's see. The Nine was coming out in May of this year. Hey, Vin? Vin? Calm down. I think it took it probably took them a little bit longer because like fucking so the fate of the furious was 2017 and uh fast 7 was 2015. They've actually taken longer to get to F9. Do you think this was an end game situation for them? That F9 is their fucking this is their uh, Infinity War and then next year we get Fast and the Furious end game. End game. Fast and the Furious 10 game. 10 game! Yes! What if it's called Slow Your Roll? Because it's the last one. You ain't gotta be fast no more, Dom. You can slow that roll. Slow it down. Oh, God. What if if Fast 10 is Dominic slowing down? Because he's on the moon. And that's what's changed him. I've learned to look at life. Differently since my time on the moon. Humanity. (laughs) As his skin glows blue. Someone has to get superpowers in Fast 10, right? They already came close when they made Idris Elba basically a bionicle. Now, can, can Dominic meet, like, a wise sage on the moon? And they're just talking about how inconstant... Mr. Toretto, I presume. Now, I I was going a little bit different, but close, actually, because he's like, I used to do a heist, try to help people. Uh, Heisting is a very complicated profession. (laughs) It's a direct prequel to The Mandalorian, yes. (laughs) Yes, it seems that you've realized that by going faster and faster and faster, You have only served to closen yourself to the imminent death and dismemberment of the universe, Mr. Toretto. Show me the car! Show me the car! Perhaps you need to slow down. Or perhaps you need to speed up. Mr. Toretto! Taking off in a space car. (laughs) Mr. Toretto, you're going over the speed limit. He looks into the camera. This is the way. (laughs) Whoosh! What did we do? What have we done? Do you know how... I honestly think it would be the biggest, biggest big dick play from the Fast and the Furious crew if at the end of Fast 10 they just said, Hey, by the way, this entire series was a direct prequel to Star Wars. Like, wait, hold on. What? What did you just say? How? What? 
And you see the Fast and the Furious gang went on to colonize the rest of the universe. Colonize Tatooine. Did they colonize Tatooine? I and guess that's when Dominic uh, Toretto realized that he could manipulate the powers of the energies of the universe, and he called it the Force. <laughs> yes! Dominic Unlocked. Toretto is the first Jedi. <gasps> Fuck. The only thing is, it does. it is a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. But maybe that's from the future in another galaxy far, far away. Well, yeah, see, the thing is, <gasps> time is cyclical. Well, not only that, Blake, hmm. light only travels a certain distance over a certain amount of time. Meaning, if you showed a screen to somebody <laughs> millions of light years away, uh-huh. to them, this would, our current time, wait, hold on, wait, wait. to them, to our them, our current time would be the future? To them, our time would be the past. Which means, fuck, what was awesome this week? (laughs) (laughs) They wouldn't see it, you see, until a million years from now. Which means for them, it is a long time ago, and it's coming from us in a galaxy far, far away. Which is where Dominic Toretto stole a moon car because his evil twin Brother, jab, tub, thumping, and put him on the moon. <laughs> oh, Fast Jeff. and the Furious is awesome. <laughs> and also uh, David Lynch, because I think he's directing this now. <laughs> um, drawing. I like drawing, and that's what's awesome this week. Where can people find you on the internet? On the moon. <laughs> You can find me at Blake A. Zander on the Twitter. You can find me at the Darkroom Vinci on YouTube. You can find me here on the BS Podcast Network. Get at us. You can find Get me on our t- level. You can find me on Twitter at Scotty Mo S-U-T-T-Y-E-M-O. Buy all my book on Amazon and check out all my other podcasts, including the Mini Adventures of Sammy Magic, which has been nominated for two separate Audioverse Awards. Check that out and all the other programming at a load of purebs.com. Jesus Christ. I don't know where we went, but I don't think I'm going to be back from that for a while. <laughs> Special <laughs> thanks to Tom McGuire and the Brass Holes for our theme song, <sighs> Rick Flair, from their album, Tom McGuire and the Brass Holes. If you want to come back down to earth, listen to them for some old school jit funk. You and- okay, buddy? And you guys broke. You can <laughs> you can support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash loadvs has access to exclusive content like you paid for this, the show where Blake and I watch terrible movies like Money Plane and the entire Fast and the Furious saga. And you can get that at patreon.com slash loadvs. You can pick up your BS merch at merch.loadofpurebs.com. Oh, <laughs> and um Yeah. Early voting has started in just about every state. Absentee voting can be done now until November. Go vote! Vote for Sammy Magic in the Audioverse Award. And also vote in the other election. Oh yeah, the secondary one that's not as important. 
And of course, you can find Blake and me on Twitter at a load of pure BS, except no substitutes, and we will see you next week!